Chapter Four of Bill Bolton and Hidden Danger by Noel Sainsbury. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Reading by Matt Berard. Chapter Four: Gaining an Ally. Twin heads, Charlie said. Bill, resuming his headphones some time later, the loaning was flying in from the Atlantic. Bill had thought it wiser than trailing up the coast for all eyes to see our house is over there to the left on the other side of those woods returned his companion from the rear cockpit did you find the answer old groucho no i did not fat boy as the poet has it we'll be guided by circumstances as we find them he banked to port and leveling off sent the amphibian speeding over the treetops in the direction indicated he was flying low now barely a hundred and fifty feet above the ground his intention was to make a quick landing if things looked propitious rather than to advertise their presence to these mysterious enemies of mr evans by spiralling down from a higher altitude there's the house called charlie in a clearing bill caught sight of a large red brick mansion with jutting wings and high gables all the windows were closely shuttered the house stood back quite close to the woods amid unkempt lawns and shrubbery a broad avenue lined with maples led across the clearing into the forest he caught a glimpse as they shot over of stables and a smaller building also of red brick two or three hundred yards to the left of the house and there's dad see him shouted charlie a man walked from the front of the house across the drive and stood watching them yes i see him retorted bill but stop your shouting or i'll be deaf for a week when we come back strip your headgear and stand up so he can recognize you hold on tight though it will be rough going pulling back the stick he climbed to five hundred feet then leveling off he made a quick flipper turn over the farther woods and headed back toward the house nosing downward throttle wide open just before reaching the garage he zoomed missing the roof by inches as he banked again to circle back charlie's excited voice spoke through his receivers he saw me he saw me look at him now has he gone crazy or what did you ever see anything so silly waving his arms around his head like a windmill shut up he's wigwagging banked to an angle of forty-five degrees bill kept the plane describing a tight circle directly above the garage spelling out mr evans signals the while presently he waved his understanding of the message leveled his wings and neutralizing his ailerons headed the plane out to sea what's the matter what did he say piped charlie his exact words returned bill patiently were park plain clayton walk back after dark enter through garage then why on earth are we shooting off in the opposite direction because young mastermind it's a lead pipe cinch we're being watched from the woods probably maybe they'll think we're out for a transatlantic record i hope so the last place we want them to think of at the present time in connection with this plane is clayton bill kept the amphibian headed out to sea for the next half hour convinced at last that they were well beyond the ken of mr evans enemies 
he banked to starboard and headed his airbus on a course at right angles to the last leg he continued to fly in this direction for some twenty miles then turned back toward the coast again when at last they passed over the shore line once more it was at a point thirty miles along the coast from twin heads and the evans house bill steered his craft inland turned right again and came in sight of their destination as the hands of his wristwatch marked ten o'clock clayton has a small airport said charlie tentatively thanks for that if you told me before you'd have saved me some worry the last thing we want to do is to advertise the loaning in this neck of the woods if we had to come down in a farmer's meadow it would have been all over town in half an hour they were over the landing field now and as bill circled the plain preparatory to their descent he saw that it was little more than a meadow a mile out of town with hangar capable of housing three or four planes the flat roof of this building was painted black large block letters in white paint proclaimed the legend parker's airdrome clayton maine near the highway that led into the town and separated from the landing field by a white picket fence stood a small farmhouse as bill swung his bus into the wind and nosed over he saw a man open the gate in the fence and walk toward the hangar the wheels of the loanings retractable landing gear touched the ground the plane rolled forward and came to a stop on the concrete apron of the hangar before its open doors very pretty very pretty indeed remarked the individual who had come through the gate he was a tall rangy man of about thirty wearing overalls much the worse for grease and hard usage bill and charlie climbed down and walked over to him good morning and thanks smiled bill my name is bolton mr parker isn't it it pays to advertise grinned the lanky individual and he gripped bill's extended hand with a horny fist parker's the name i guess by the way you brought that loaning down it isn't flight instruction you're after no said bill not this time what i need is gas and oil and a place to park the bus for a few days can you fix me up sure can mister business round here this summer is deader than a doornail especially in my line want the bus filled up looked over and put ship shape i take it that's it one of her plugs is carbonized a bit i'd attend to it myself only i'm too sleepy we've been in the air most of the night anywhere we can turn in for a few hours our friends don't expect us till this evening well i can rent you the spare room over to the house for as long as you want it and how about something to eat before you turn in lead me to it charlie spoke up for the first time good enough parker chuckled come on mrs p will be glad to dish up something tasty for ye fellows the parker homestead proved to be as neat and clean as a new pen mrs parker a buxom young woman with dimples and a jolly smile served the hungry lads with wheat cakes and coffee until they couldn't eat another mouthful then she led them upstairs to the low-ceiled bedroom where two white beds invited them to rest she promised to call them at seven that evening and left them five minutes later bill and charlie were sound asleep seven o'clock time to get up 
called a cheery voice which bill sleepily realized was mrs parker's all right thanks he called back be down in a jiffy and would it be too much trouble to fix us a couple of sandwiches before we start ezra and i said mrs parker from the other side of the closed door figured as how you'd be wanting something we're waiting supper for you and there's a shower bath at the end of the hall plenty of hot water if you want it we certainly do called bill thanks a lot mrs parker we'll make it snappy he leaned over and picked up a rubber sneaker a moment later it bounced off of charlie's red head eventually bringing that young man back from dreamland supper with the parkers was a pleasant affair when it was over bill had some little trouble to make mrs parker accept payment for their entertainment he guessed however that their financial condition was none of the best so when she asked him if a dollar would be too much he pressed a five spot on the astonished young matron and refused to take change while he went out to assist parker in an inspection of the loaning charlie not to be outdone in gallantry insisted on helping wash the dishes out in the hangar bill came to the decision on a question he had been considering throughout the meal ezra parker and his pretty wife were an honest wholesome pair he needed someone in clayton whom he could trust and so he came at once to the point mr parker i need a friend he said quietly i dare say you aren't averse to making some extra money ezra smiled and laid a hand on his shoulder i liked you the minute i'd set eyes on you this morning bill he declared i guess that need be no mention of money in our friendship perhaps not but this friendship has a job attached to it and you told me when i landed that business was none too good well that's a fact boy mrs p and i have had a hard time to make both ends meet this summer anything short of robbery or murder with a dollar or two tacked on to it will be a godsend our savings are tied up in this little property and we hate to give it up but there's been many little joy flying or anything else in this line of business since the depression it's beginning to look as if we'd have to let the place go unless something turns up soon so i can't say i'm not anxious to make some ready money this job said bill is worth five hundred a month but you'd be expected to keep a closed head about anything that might come up ezra stared at him in amazement you're a millionaire in disguise no only a midshipman on summer vacation but mr evans has plenty and he is going to pay your salary gosh you're the guy that put the lid on von heimskuck and his pirates over to twin heads harbor i helped some bill admitted i'll say you did what's this job more pirates no i don't think so to be truthful the whole thing is much of a mystery to me so far well ezra affirmed i never earned five hundred a month in my life one month's work will put mrs p and me on velvet then listen bill gave him a sketch of affairs to date i know the place mr evans bought said ezra when he finished used to belong to old job tanner who died last year they say there's secret rooms underground passages and all manner of queer things about that house 
i expect it's all wise but no tellin mr evans can't be up against that heinskuk gang the government cleaned them up good and plenty well he's up against somebody equally unpleasant i've had a taste of them already are you really game for the job i sure am what do you want me to do fast take this ezra took the money albeit reluctantly what's all this for he asked counting the bills oil gas your time on the bus and two weeks salary don't you think it's dangerous carrying a roll that would choke a horse i'm not in the habit of it laughed bill it was a birthday present from my father don't worry mr evans will reimburse me but maybe suggested ezra doubtfully he may not be as strong on the deal he asked for my help returned bill and this is part of it you've got a car of some sort about the place i suppose oh some sort describes it want me to run you over to tanis yes but only to where the turner road branches out of the one to twin heads harbor right bill before we start hadn't you better tell me what you want me to do we can talk about that on the way over said his young employer while you're dragging out the flue or the shed or whatever it is i'll get hold of charlie and say good-bye to mrs parker ezra chuckled she'll be some happy girl when i tell her what you've done the three of us will get kissed good and proper i don't mind if you don't laughed bill and went toward the house End of chapter 4